Ashley, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. Oh, me too. As I was saying before we turned on the mics, it's so surreal because you've made a huge impact on my life and really inspired me the past five years. You're actually one of the reasons I started studying nutrition and being a personal trainer. So it's such an honor today. Oh, that's so cool. I love, that's my whole purpose with like showing up on social media is just to inspire in some way, shape or form. So to hear that, it's really, really nice to know that I've been a small part of your journey. You inspire me a lot to focus on the lesson, even in really shitty situations. So thank you for that. But what is one of your biggest life lessons? Oh, that's a tough question. One of God, it's so hard to pick one. I feel like I could talk to you for hours and, and tell so many. <laughs> but I suppose the one that really resonates with me the most and that I always go back to through tough times and through good times is just to have faith that everything's going to work out the way it's meant to be. I think when I was younger, I used to get so caught up in having a plan. If this didn't work out, I'd be like, oh, you know, no, that's not meant to happen and get so stressed and worked up about things. But now when something doesn't happen, I really try not to give it too much energy and um, let it affect me because I'm like, okay, well, that obviously hasn't worked out for a reason. And when I look back on my life, say for even five years, you know, certain things that happen, whether that's um, a, a business not working out or a friendship that's grown apart, it's like, oh, thank goodness that happened because it led me to this person or it led me to this opportunity. Like I'm so grateful for everything that hasn't worked out, but I wish back then that I just had a bit more faith that I was, that that was meant to be because then I wouldn't have put myself through all of that pain and discomfort and like being a victim of why is this happening? If I just had faith that, okay, I don't know what this is right now. I don't know why this is happening, but I do trust that this is going to happen for the right reasons. And I'm going to see the gift soon. It makes the transition, um, through those type of times a bit more easier to go through and a bit more exciting rather than, oh, why is this happening and freaking out? Because that doesn't achieve anything and it doesn't feel nice. So what's the point in putting that energy into it? So just having faith and trust that, you know, the universe, God, spirit, whatever, however you want to may look at it, has your back and you, everything is going to work out the way it's meant to. Georgie, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. No worries. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on the show, Ebony. As I said before I hit record, I'm a little bit nervous and very excited because I've followed your journey for so long now. I remember the vlogs that you were getting up so early and going to work and doing things in your lunch break and packing your food prep. So it's just crazy to actually speak to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, weren't they like different and crazy days? I even like look back to those vlogs and I'm like, how did I do that? Because I was waking up at like four o'clock, not getting home till seven, doing all my stuff. So it's crazy that you've been, you know, since beginning basically. So thanks for being on the journey with me. So when I think Geordie Stevenson, when I think about your brand, I think chasing your passion no matter what. And I feel like your transition from your law degree and your law career to your current career is just so inspiring. But did you experience any self-doubt or fear when tackling those big life decisions like starting YouTube or leaving the corporate world or even starting Naked Harvest or your podcast? 
Yes, like so much, (laughs) so much self-doubt and so much fear. And it's kind of interesting because I went through the exact same feeling that I went through with all those things you just rattled off like this week with launching my course. Mm -hmm. And what I've realized is if something is like new and exciting and probably going to propel you to your next level or like something that is going to change your life, you're, you're going to feel those feelings. Like it's not like when there's this huge life-changing decision, it's not like you're just going to feel so comfortable. Like it just, it almost can't. And so I think it's about realizing that when you feel those feelings, you have a choice to either like freak out and be like, oh my God, I can't do this and kind of let the self-doubt or fear consume you. Or you have a choice to say, I'm feeling this for a reason. This means this next step is huge, which means also it could be like hugely Mm -hmm. life-changing. So I'm such a big advocate for like feeling the fear and doing it anyway because – like, like you kind of had rattled off, like anything when I look back, it either helped me get to where I, like it was either the perfect next step or it helped me to get where I wanted to be. And so I feel like once you start, uh, you know, like having those feelings, having self-doubt, but doing things anyway, and you start getting momentum and you start getting positive feedback, it's like, it's easy. That's like, I was thinking this week, like I did have a bit of stress and I was a bit nervous and I was like, you know, who am I to do this and, and whatnot. And I had to think about that and I had to journal and I was like, when I look back at any huge thing that has yet been pivotal, I felt these feelings. And so I was just like, you've got to do it. Erin, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, lovely. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so pumped and I was saying off mic just before how I have always just like really admired you and wanted you to come on the podcast, but our two areas don't traditionally overlap. But today we're going to be talking all things motivation, positivity, productivity, and they do really overlap when we're talking about healthy mindset and mental health. So I'm super excited. I'm so excited as well. And I just realized your middle name is May as well. Same as me. <laughs> I know. Erin May, Ebony May. Basically <laughs> twins. Yeah. Literally. So you know it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe your instinct is to do something that may not actually be good for your soul. Maybe it's an instant gratification type thing, like having yeah. a whole bag of cookies. How do you, do you personally struggle sometimes at identifying whether it's the ego, I guess, saying something that you want that it's additionally going to make your life easier? Do you ever struggle knowing what your soul really wants? Do you know what? I've gotten a lot better at it as I've gone on my own personal development journey. I mean, I'm a Gemini Mm -hmm. as well, so I'm extremely, extremely sporadic. I am like shiny object syndrome all the time, wanting to do new things, new ideas, and really do struggle with, well, struggled with that instant gratification because I would always just follow what I felt like in the moment what rather than what like my soul felt like or what would be better for my future self. But I think I've gotten a lot better through the process of simply just slowing down, like rather Mm -hmm. than just making a decision because 
of instant emotions or, you know, what's going on around me or outside influences, really just slowing down and asking myself, like, what is the best decision for my soul? What is the best decision for my intuition? What's the best decision for my future self? So if it is, I know it's a trivial kind of example, but if it is like the bag of cookies, well, my soul probably wants a cookie or wants something you know, to kind of like satisfy something that I'm craving in that moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? But is it really the best decision to make for myself to have the whole bag? Probably not. And that's probably not what my soul really wants either. So slowing down for me has been the thing that has really, really helped me to make those better health decisions. Emma, welcome back to the Real Health, Real Talk podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back. I know. I haven't had, I think I've only had two other repeat guests out of like 72 interviews. So this is really exciting. Oh, I love that. Thank you. (laughs) So we were just saying before I hit record, it's, I feel like it's just been such a whirlwind the last year because it has been pretty much exactly a year since I first interviewed you. Um, and it was a really, really popular episode. People loved how down to earth you are. And I just can't wait to do a bit of an updated episode. Oh, I'm so excited. Like I said, I honestly can't believe that one, it's been a year. Like, and that's just crazy. And secondly, I'm just so excited to kind of update everybody. Like so much has changed since then. I've grown so much since then. So I'm excited. What do you think is one thing that has been able to take you from where you were to where you are now? One thing that has probably like switched over the most for me is just kind of like backing myself. Um, I guess I've never kind of been somebody who was able to back myself and back the decisions that I was going to make. And so a lot of the time, even though I was living life and doing things that I enjoyed, there was always that bit of self-doubt or there was always that like, oh, what if I did this? Or what if this person says this about me? And so I think taking that that away from the situation and just like really backing myself and backing who I am as a person, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of got me to where I am now. And it's got me in a state where I feel comfortable being me and I feel comfortable living the life that I want to live for me, not for the people around me, not for this person, not for that person, but I'm, I'm living a life now for me. Courtney, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. So excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I want to talk about your podcast. You said that you have a podcast network at the start, but you recently started your own solo podcast, um, She Was the Fire. What is the meaning behind that name and why did you decide to start your own solo pod? Um, well, I think it was during um, isolation. So I was just like, so I'm still working, but it was very different. Uh, schedule I guess when you're working from home as to when you're in an office Um, and so I had like a bit of time uh, you know on my hands and I was doing that whole like what would I be passionate about and I listened to probably like three or four podcasts episodes every single day and obviously I own a network so I'm very passionate about podcasts and I just thought like what if I made my insta story content or my igtv content longer form you know, like I feel like I'm talking about all these really serious topics with mental health and body image and, you know, cancer and all that kind of stuff. But I'm trying to cram it into like 
45 seconds. You know, it's not very long, a couple of slides on Insta story. Um, maybe I could do something more longer form. And so then I thought like, well, I've got the microphones here. Like, why not? It'd be silly not to try. And it really did resonate with people. So I think it was like quite suited to me. So that was good. And the name came from um, this quote that I really liked from R.H. Sin that some women fear the fire and some women simply become it. Um, and there was another quote about like she was the fire as well. And I just, I realized that when I went onto my Pinterest board, I had saved that quote I just told you. And also another one that said she wasn't scared of the fire. She was the fire. I had it saved like all on these Pinterest boards. I had it saved in my Instagram. Like obviously I didn't even realize that every time I saw this quote, I would save it. And I didn't even like know that I had a trend, but it was like everywhere through all of my social media saved items. And so I just thought, oh, that really resonates with me that like when I got this cancer treatment, I kind of did get this fiery passion to like fix and change my life and sort of become myself, which I was kind of like not really comfortable being before. And the reason I chose it like in the past tense was because I wanted to convey that like it's there, like you always were the fire. We've just got to bring it out rather than like you've got to go in and search for it somewhere. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's, it's already within you. You can just be yourself and then bring it out. Leah, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. I've been so excited to chat to you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so sorry for being taking so long. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Definitely worth the wait. You've been on my list of dream interviewees, so I'm very pumped. <laughs> oh, that's so kind. Thank you. <laughs> so I want to draw on an Instagram post that you made last month, which I loved, and you said, I chose healthy change. I chose to make a difference in my day-to-day when I was unhappy. I wanted to seek change in certain areas of my life, not because I hated myself, but because I love and wanted better for myself. I loved that so, so much because... Yeah. I'm all for body positivity, but I do think that sometimes that perpetuates the narrative that if you're trying to lose weight or trying to become healthier, you automatically hate yourself. So I would love to know what you would say to women who want to make a change to better their health and happiness and confidence, but feel a bit overwhelmed and apprehensive about the process because they think that it goes against that body positivity and self-love. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I, um, obviously I'm very open on Instagram and I tell everyone everything. So when I came to onto Instagram on stories, I was literally shaking. My voice was shaking. And I said to everyone, and I said like, I don't even know if you remember these stories, but I, I said, like, I really am not comfortable with how I'm feeling right now. I really do want to lose like a little bit of weight. And it's not about weight number. I just want to feel better in my clothes and my voice. Like I, I could hear myself like stressing. And then as soon as I got off and I like posted the stories, my heart like sank because I was so nervous. But the amount of people that were like, yes, I'm in the same boat. I feel the exactly the same way. Like, I don't feel comfortable in my body, but I now I feel embarrassed because people say I should love myself. And I was like, I love everything about me. I don't, I have nothing that I don't love, but that doesn't mean I want to, I don't want to progress or change or, or, you know, grow. I just think that it's such a, it's such a personal thing. And I think for anyone who's out there wanting to change their lives, do it for you and not for anybody else. And you will 100% get those people that are like, no, you don't need to do it. But if you feel like you want to in your own body, it's your choice. So do it and do it well and, you know, give it your all because it's you, it's for you, not for anybody else. Hey, 
Hayley, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm super excited as well. And we'll get into this a bit later, but I just, there are so many reasons why I'm so excited for you to come onto the podcast. And I think when I was starting the podcast, thinking about the type of woman I would like to interview, you really, really fit that bill. So I'm so pumped. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. (laughs) I don't know if you know, but the first question I ask every guest is what does real health mean to you? Yeah, so real health to me is just happiness and feeling good. And I know it seems super simple and basic, but I don't know, in the past for me, health has been like weight or aesthetics or I don't know, something like that. And I was never truly happy. My energy was low. I avoided socializing. Like all I wanted was to be this certain weight or um, look a certain way. And so now that I've finally got to this point, as long as I'm happy and I feel good, I feel like that's what healthy is to me. Mm, I love that. I can really resonate with once feeling like it was more aesthetical than inner health. So how did you sort of change that? What attributed to you changing your perspective on what real health means? I think I just got to a point where I was like, I can't live my life like this forever. And Mm -hmm. I want healthy to me to be something that I can continue to do for the rest of my life. I don't want it to be just like a short term challenge or getting to a certain goal. And then once I get get there, what's next? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.